So guys, have you already set your New Year's resolutions? Have you set your goals? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're probably doing it wrong. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you why. Welcome to the Apparently Parent Podcast. My name is Ron Katz, and I'm a clinical psychologist, a parenting counselor, and also a father. In this show, we combine the art of parenting with the science of psychology. So, if you want to understand your children and yourself better, lead your family into calmer waters, and reach the end of the day with a smile on your face, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Eran Katz. Okay, okay, welcome to the Apparently Parent Podcast, episode number 47. This is the first episode of 2021. How exciting it is to already be in 2021. And you know, it's the beginning of a new year and also not just any new year, but 2021 after the crazy 2020 that we had. And usually people uh, around this time, they set some goals, they um, they set their new year's resolutions, their all about changing their lives, they're gonna be better people from now on. And I wanna share with you a little story. So, two years ago, right after I started the Apparently Parent blog, before I created the podcast, I shared uh, a post about my New Year's resolutions for better parenting. And in that post, I wrote about a couple of uh, goals, such as reducing my screen time when I'm doing things with my kids or working out more. And I finished that post with these words. What if I won't be able to keep up? What if I'm one of those who forfeit their resolutions come February? Those were my words at the end of that post. And guess what? I was one of those people who totally blew things away quickly. And I know I'm not the only one. Maybe you're like that as well. You know, setting up goals, getting excited about them, and and letting them fall through the cracks before you know it. But don't worry, you're not alone in that. You know that one study showed that 77% of people didn't manage to follow through after one week. So how, how do we cope with that? How do we set goals and, and make our lives better, you know, whether it's the New Year's or not. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about this in a parenting podcast, it's because I think as parents, we always strive to be better, to, to do a better job, even if that means little things. You are listening to this podcast because you want to create a better connection with your children, because you move, you want to move from chaos to harmony. You want to have calmer days, right? So it's about that. It's about improving. But the problem about this type of goal setting is that you usually don't really stop to think about the why. Why this goal? Why now? Why like that? And I don't mean that people tend to choose just random things as their goals. Sometimes it happens, but what I'm saying is that people don't stop to think about how they want to live their lives. Goals should come from knowing how you want to show up in life. Goals should serve who you want to be. So, how do you do that? How do you set yourself up with goals that actually mean that you'll become who you want to become? 
this is where values come into our discussion. So let's start by defining what values are. Cambridge Dictionary defines values as, quote, the principles that help you decide what is right and wrong and how to act in various situations, end quote. And I want to focus on the how to act in various situations part, because as a psychologist and a parenting counselor, I use the concept of values all the time. I'm looking at values from the angle and the perspective of what is known as acceptance and commitment therapy, or ACT in short. And that means that for me, values represent your commitment to living a rich and meaningful life. And what does rich and meaningful even mean? Well, of course, this is subjective to each and every one of us, because what you find meaningful may not be what I do, so you need to start by learning what is important to you. And once you know what is important to you, i.e. what your values are, you can start to find out what is preventing you from living according to your values. And more often than not, the thing that will prevent you from actually living by your values is your own mind. All your annoying, sticky, bickering thoughts or your big, scary emotions, those tend to inflict pain on you. And then you tend to shy away from them because of the pain and discomfort. Because, you know, that's the main goal of your brain. It's it's helping you avoid pain and discomfort. And if you're trying to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable or doubting yourself or feeling anxious, you won't do that unless you have a plan instead. And, you know, as I've said, your, your brain's main goal in life is to keep you alive. And for that, your brain is always trying to avoid pain and discomfort. But as one smart person called Wesley once said, Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. And he's right. We cannot avoid pain completely. We can try to reduce it, but sometimes we have to endure it, especially if we try to live up to what is most important to us, which are our values. And if I want to continue with the Princess Bride metaphor, and I always do, it is only by going through the fire swamp and enduring its dangers that you can come up the other side and get closer to your rich and meaningful life. So in today's episode, I want to focus on what are values and how they can help you live richer and more meaningful lives and how it can make you lead a richer and more meaningful parenting and create a richer experience for you and your children, getting closer to them, making your, um, your relationship more positive. So let's talk about what values are and what values are not. It's important to say here something about the difference between values and goals, because we started talking about goals and now I'm talking about values. So what are values and what are goals? 
values represent an ongoing action. Okay, let me repeat that because it's important. Values represent an ongoing action. And this is something that is very confusing, so let's break it down. Ongoing means that values are something that we keep on doing. Imagine that you're sailing west. There is no point in the globe, as far as I know, where you can stop and say, ho-ho, I'm at the most western point on Earth. It's not like the North Pole. So you can't check values of your list. Okay, so, for example, if you, if you want to be healthy, you, you, can, you can't check healthy off your to-do list, right? So living a healthy life is a value because it's an ongoing something that you're doing. However, losing 50 pounds is something that you can check off your list. So this is a goal. Now, losing 50 pounds can be a goal that is related to the value of living a healthy life. So it's better to have goals that are tied to a value, as we, we're going to see. Now, as I've said, values represent an ongoing action. So we talked about the ongoing, let's talk about the action. Values are also about what you choose to do, or maybe you don't choose to do. So you can say, I want to be happy. I have a value that I want to be happy. But that is not really a value because you can't do happy. What you can do is, you, for example, you can choose to be around people who make you happy and, and, and step away from people who don't. So that is a value. I want to be around people who make me happy. And as you can see, this is not something that you can really check off your list because it's an ongoing action you can do for the rest of your life. And, and one more thing is that while the Cambridge Dictionary did talk about right and wrong, I'm not dealing here mostly with what is right and what is wrong. We are not here to judge, mostly, and I will explain why I say mostly. Because, you know, if you really hold a value, it's your value. And it's not up to me, or you, mom, or anyone else in Instagram or around the world to tell you if it's right or wrong. Values are not about ethics. Now, that doesn't mean we can't judge the value itself, as unethical. For example, many parents believe that spanking and other forms of corporal punishment is fine, is a fine educational method, and, you know, many countries, the US included, even permit it in their laws, or at least they don't um, prohibit that. Luckily, I live in a country that do prohibit that, and in my opinion, spanking is unethical and I will never help someone live by a value of being a stern, physically punitive parent. So I just wanted to say something around that, that, that there is right and wrong, but in our discussion, in, you know, in, in the discussions that I'm having with parents, I'm not trying to judge what is right or wrong. I'm trying to see what their values are, and then I can see if I can help them with that. So... This was kind of a maybe 30,000 you know, feet overview of what values are, and I want to bring it down to earth, this discussion, and give you an example about using your values in real life. And it's a story from, from really today, a couple of hours ago before recording this episode. 
um, it's a Friday and, and we had lunch together, the family, and me, my wife, my two kids, and my daughter didn't really eat lunch. So we all sat together and we all ate, but she ate, I don't know, close to nothing. And it happens. And then soon after lunch was over, she started to ask for dessert. And we didn't want to, her to have any dessert because we, we still wanted her to eat some lunch because she didn't eat anything. And we explained it to her. But, you know, she's a persistent one, this one. And she just started to repeat. I want dessert. I want dessert. Give me dessert. Give me dessert now. And in, an, in a really assertive voice. And, you know, just in a side note, a voice that was really annoying in how it was assertive, but really made me proud in how it was assertive. Um, but <laughs> that was just a side note. Anyway, proud as I was, I really didn't want to cave in. I really didn't want her to have the dessert because she didn't uh, have lunch like the rest of us. And she didn't act as we want her to act uh, during lunchtime. So why? Because as her dad, I'm trying to hold into a value of living a healthy life which doesn't sit well with eating dessert all day long and not eating any nutritious stuff otherwise. And also, I want to teach her to regulate her own emotions and needs and, uh, and not try to get things just because she knows uh, how to be really loud and angry and wear us down. And so, I refused to give her the dessert. She even ran to the closet, opened it and took something out and I took it away from her hands and then I just sat with my back to the door of the closet, preventing her from approaching it again. So her anger rose and rose, and she was in a full-blown temper tantrum mode. And you know what? I could have just given her the dessert. You know, a cookie. I could have given her a cookie, and all would be quiet again. Right? But I didn't want to. It didn't sit well with my educational values as a father. So I want to ask you, what would you have done? How would you react to her insistent, very, very loud yelling on a Friday afternoon? If you would have gotten mad with her and screamed at her to just stop it, I totally get that. I feel you. I know. I actually... There was a voice in me that really wanted to do that. It was the angry voice inside of me. But I also wanted to stay very calm and connected with my values because I know that this is what would have gotten me through that storm, being connected with my values. And I have a value that is really important for me as a dad of always making my children feel safe no matter what, no matter how annoying they are, no matter how quote-unquote wrong they are. I want them to feel safe with me and their mom as, as possible. And while sometimes I fail at that, and sometimes I do scream and, and become too angry and they don't feel safe in those moments, I try to always keep that, val that value in my mind and to come back to it as much as possible and as quickly as possible. And this is what helped me in that moment with her today, because th this is what I did. I kept her safe emotionally because I didn't lash out at her. I 
I regulated my own emotions. Even though I was burning inside and, and really tired and frustrated, I regulated my own mind and emotion and didn't lash out at her because I was connected to my values. And that helped me ride through that storm. So, as you listen to this, I am sure that different thoughts of values thrill through your mind. But how do you really discover your own values? Now, there are many, many different ways that you can do this. And mostly they revolve around a having a conversation about values with a therapist who knows about values work, for example, but also journaling exercises and other um, exercises that you can use your imagination in. And I want to offer you a very comprehensive exercise that I have used myself and I use with my clients and students as well. And it's called the bull's eye exercise. And in this exercise, you will A, discover what your important values are in four major domains of life. You will discover where you stand in relation to each domain. And you will find out what is holding you back and then you can make a plan to move forward. Now, teaching you how to do that is a little bit longer than the scope of this podcast. So all I want to share with you is that you can look at your life through the lens of four main areas or domains, which are um, work or education, that's one, relationship, that's another, health and self-growth, that's the third, and the fourth is leisure and hobbies. Now, I'm here in a parenting podcast and I'm talking about parenting, so that kind of falls under the relationships domain. So each domain can be divided into different um, points of interest for you. For example, if you don't have kids, uh, but you do have a spouse, uh, um, so you can look about, uh, at, at the relationship with your spouse, for example, or under the domain of work and education, you can think about what you want to study if you haven't gone to college yet, or maybe you want to study something new, or how you want to conduct yourself in work and your career, etc., etc. Now, the point is that you you, you, you look at a bull's eye um, sketch, you know, like a target uh, with um, circles going into uh, smaller and smaller circles, and you divide those circles to the four domains. And for each domain, you just think about what your values are, and then you pinpoint on, on the bull's eye where you are according to that value. So if you are really living according to your values and your, your feeling that you are connected and, and living with your values, so you put the mark uh, as close to the center as possible. And as you get farther away, further away from the center, it means you live less and less by your uh, values. And after you do that, you actually um, try to think about the different obstacles in your life and, and, and come up with ideas on how to uh, move forward. Now, I do have a free training on this particular exercise that you can get. It's a video training, a really short one, and you also get um, um, and you also get a little booklet that you can download and fill out. Uh, you, you have the bullseye and you can mark on the PDF or print it out and, and mark, and then you have some um, exercises that will help you figure out what is important to you, what the obstacles are, and and come out with an action plan. So, and if you want to um, use that, 
you can just go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash values and get that totally for free. You can do it now and start setting yourself up for living a richer and more meaningful life. So to recap what we've talked about in this episode, if you're setting random goals, you're not helping yourself in any way. You need to set goals that are connected to who you are and who you want to be, which means you have to set goals that are connected to your own values. Before you think about the goals, you have to figure out your values. And then you have to figure out where you're stuck, what is keeping you stuck, and what is helping you move forward. Values are are an ongoing action and they represent the way that you want to show up in life so that you will enjoy a richer and more meaningful life. And spending a little time to flesh out your real values will give you the clarity and the boost to move forward and make your life so much richer. And as I said, for that, go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash values and you get a free training about how to use the bullseye exercise and and you can start actually moving forward today. So why not? And with that, I want to close this episode down. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm really happy that you're letting me into your earbuds week after week after week. It really, really means the world for me. And if you found this helpful in any way, Please help me spread the word and get to more people. And for that, all you need to do is go to uh, Apple Podcasts, search for the Apparently Parent Podcast, give me a five, four, three stars wedding, whatever you feel like, and and write a little bit what you're thinking about this podcast. I read all these reviews. They help me get this show even better. And especially they help me get in front of more people people. So if you could do that, I will really appreciate that. And you know, that's it for today. So as I've said, go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash values to get that free training about the bullseye exercise and start living a more meaningful and ritual lives. And I will see you again, as usual, next week. Bye-bye.